You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 48 of the Menovation coming in. I don't know. How are we coming in tonight? I don't know. You're, you're, the, you're always the one who says it. We're coming in hot, per usual. Someone walked up to me and said, coming in hot the other day. Who? One of our friends? Yeah. That's funny. I was like, oh, I'm glad to know that you listened to the show. So, tonight. Tonight. Episode 48 on the podcast. <laughs> We're going old school. We're going back yeah, we to are. old Coupod here. The, whole, the old Coupod. I wonder if anybody knows what that is. Yeah, people, uh, people will know. Yeah. Okay. So we're so close. She's going to try and play foots with me. I apologize if you can see that on the video. Forgive us. She knows not what she does. <laughs> but tonight, the guys, some guys are out of town, traveling, camping, all that good stuff. So we thought my wife is going to ask me some questions. Yep. I have no idea what they are. He does This not. is a blind reading. Hopefully it has to apply to your life, but I'm sure you're going to laugh either way. So stay tuned. Here we go. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. All right. Go, girl. So I, um, yeah, I actually just really wanted to be on the podcast, to be totally honest. John wouldn't let me for so long. And then finally. Well, you don't have a penis. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Gosh. Anyways. Okay. Stop messing with it. I can cut all that noise out. I had to get it right. Okay. <laughs> So, sorry, real fast. Oh, gosh. Somebody sent me a meme uh, of just, like, somebody making fun of people to do podcasts. And in the video, he's constantly adjusting his mic. Like, <laughs> it's me, man. I'm guilty. <laughs> sorry. Okay, go ahead. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's okay. do it. Blind reading. Um, Here we go. Okay, so I feel like these questions are definitely more geared towards dads. Oh, dads. Okay. Slash, slash husbands. A lot of times I think about uh, when you come home and you immediately just step into dad mode, husband mode. Um, and I just, to me, that, like, in my mind, I'm like, how do you do that? How do you go from a full day's work, driving home, and immediately are ready to be present with us? And so that's my question is like, how do you prepare yourself to love us so well after a long day of work is my question. My first question. Hope you got some good man questions in there. <laughs> this is a good dad question, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So preface all of this. Mm -hmm. I have to be a hundred percent honest with all yeah. of my answers. Yes. No pulling punches just because she's my wife. None of that. We may need a little bit of marriage counseling after this. Oh, so please. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, I would say for me, I look at it as, you know, we talked about in the podcast before, just this idea of you just got to do it, right? Mm -hmm. You, I look at it that I think about, okay, you're home with the girls all day. I know what it's like when I'm home with the girls all day or like when you've been out of town, those types of things. At the end of the day, you are so emotionally exhausted mm -hmm. right that you just you just have nothing left like 
you're emotional, you're tired. Hell, I remember a couple of times I've cried on the side of my bed. <laughs> That's right. right? <laughs> because you just, you're yelling and you're doing all these things and you're trying to be good, right? And you're like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to yell anymore, right? And then five minutes later, you're yelling again, or I'm not going to do it, whatever it is. And I've, I've thought about that a lot. And there's a couple of, couple of ways. So I think about that for one, mm-hmm. right? That, yes, I'm tired. I'm exhausted but my family brings me joy. Mm. Mm. So I'm not stepping into a battle scene. I'm stepping into home. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of it. Okay. And then the other part of it is like, I just have to. I am the leader, the priest of all these things of my home. And I need to come home and I need to step into that role. Like I... And let me preface this. You have never told me I have needed to do those things. Yeah. You've never told me like, hey, when you come home, you ne- you've never mentioned that to me. There's been a few times you come home like, hey, can you cook? Can you, you know, do whatever, those types of things. But there's never been like a, a behind the scenes conversation of, hey, when you come home, you need to do this. You've never done that to me. And maybe it's because I, I try to do my best to be present when I come home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. But um, yeah. So the first part, what I said is I think it's, it's all perspective and how you look at home. Mm-hmm. of if your home life is a wreck, I can understand how that's very exhausting going from work to coming home. Yeah. I get that, right? Like the whole trope is I'm going to go out and party. I'm going to go get drinks at the bar. And, you know, definitely I still do those things. Yeah. Um, But I think it's how, obviously, how are you viewing your home life? Is it mm-hmm. awful? Is it good? What is it? And uh, so I think that's one of the things. And I, we have been very fortunate uh, we've been very blessed and we've worked very hard to have a good home life, good yeah. marriage, good kids, those types of things. Um, and again, it's it's the, all the perspective in my head of being a man slash being a dad and a husband. If your marriage is awful, you're not going to want to come home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've worked very hard to have a good marriage, to have communication, to have all these things. And you've encouraged me so much in being a dad that... You know, at least right now, I mean, there's no issues with the girls, really, right? Maybe no some dis- issues. I mean, there's the discipline girl- <laughs> issues, right? There's these things, right? They're wild. They're crazy. Um, it's different. Yeah, yeah. But they're still so little that when you come home, there's still so much joy, right? And if I come home and I'm pissed off and angry all the time, that's going to greatly affect how they see me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already a bit more of the disciplinary. Like, I, w- I wouldn't say that. You're disciplined all the time. But I would say I'm a little harsher. I'm a little more sterner when it comes to those things. Um, so that's the first part. If you, depending on how you see your home life, it obviously is going to greatly affect how that is. The second part is you just have to do it. And I, and I wish I could sugarcoat it, but that's, you know, me, I'm very black and white when it comes to a lot of things and people, there's all these things out there across the internet that, oh, well, no, if you're, if you're the man, if you have been married or if you've chosen to get married and you chose to have kids, Mm -hmm. hate to break it to you. Yeah. You got to, this I mean, that's, you always say, it's your responsibility. Like, I'll ask you to do something. And you're like, I can't remember. You're like, well, I don't have a choice. You always say that. And I'm like, or do I have a choice? I forget what you say, but I'm like, yes, there's always a choice. And then I say, there's a, (laughs) there's the right choice or there's the wrong choice. Well, it's, it's, and I don't mean to seem so dramatic, but it, it is. You had that responsibility. And I would say the, the second, Part 2B to that thing is 
what kind of dad and husband do you want to be? Mm-hmm. I have decided that I want to try to be uh, a really good dad and a really good husband. So therefore, this is part of that. Yeah. I come home and I engage, right? Um, but again, it's it's all it's all mixed pie. I have a great home life, right? And we do our best to communicate. We do all those things. So it's a joy to come home. It's part of my responsibility as a man and a husband and all those things. And I decided I want to be a good husband and a good father. So therefore, when I come home, I step up. Mm-hmm. That's might have kind of a long answer, but that's... That's a good answer. Yeah. I like how you said, it depends what your home life is like. Yeah. Because I think that is a sure. great... If your home um, life sucks, then... Ugh. Yeah. Um, and then I actually was thinking about just the men in your life that... Um, Oh, we like, should have we should do an Q&A where people could have sent questions oh, and you could have asked. See, that would have been next a, time, everybody. Next, yes. Um, so what are, you know, like the men in your life? You know, your dad, Steve, mm. Kenny, um, you know, the men in your life, you know, that mentored you, fathered you. Um, what were some things that you saw them um saw things in them as a father that you want to replicate with our girls? Or things that you learned, oh, I definitely don't want to do that. Or, um, I don't know, like maybe some some really great ones and then some that you're like, that's definitely not how I want to raise my children or the type of father I want, want to be to my children. Question. Come on, babe, you can uh-huh. do it. <laughs> um, that's a mixed bag. Because generally, and outside of really awful situations, I mean, I would say maybe even some in those in those circumstances sometimes, you observe some good things, mm-hmm. right? Generally, there's so much of pain, hurt, regret, yada, 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 uh, whether it's just bad home life or there was abuse or whatever it is. There's, so, there's, so, there's like nothing you want to take from there, so, those scenarios, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to be very careful that what we take away from those scenarios doesn't turn us into the thing that we hate or the thing that we didn't want. Okay. But so often we always, you hear people, the, the standard line is, I want I don't want nothing. I don't want to be anything like my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. And you end up being just like your yeah. parents. Yeah. Right. Um, or we're so quick. And this is outside of, of course, dramatic abuse and, and mm-hmm. extreme abuse and all those things. We are so quick to pass judgment. Yeah. So I've learned that as I've gotten older, right? It's so easy to pass judgment on your parents, especially when you're young. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's, there's plenty of things our parents do that are bad, mm-hmm. abuse, what you know, whatever. But I think the older I've gotten, I look back and I'm like, well, I can understand why they did this. I can understand why they did this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I've always said to you, I, I get... I get why people go to the, say, or men go to this or say the whole thing is like, I'm going to go to a store and get milk and never come home. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like, I understand just going through my own battles and my own struggles, why someone would do that. Well, you said that was a thought that crossed your mind after we had Siobhan. Yeah, because it's, night. that's a whole, that's a whole other rabbit trail. I don't want to go down to that too much, but, um, so I, I've had a mixed relationship with my dad. I've had a mixed relationship with my stepdad, Steve, um, and Kenny was uh, my mentor when I was younger as he kind of helped bring me to faith. So 
Um, so I'll, I'll try and choose kind of two from one from each. Good one, cool. good bed. Good I mean, idea. I'm, good idea. I'm kind of rambling here. So, um, I would say from my dad, the one of the things that I really got from him is hard work. He worked extremely hard, right? Worked long hours, and now obviously now that I'm in the situation of being a father, being a husband, I get it, mm-hmm. right? Especially when you don't make necessarily a ton of money. Um, for a long time, he worked at Smith's, Smith's, which is a grocery store, and um, he was a bakery manager. So he'd run the bakery department, those types of things. Make um, cakes. Bake cakes, the whole whole nine yards, cookies, all the good stuff. But he worked extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Usually when you're a manager, you sometimes your salary, whatever, you work a lot of hours. Uh, and I didn't get to observe that piece until I lived with him when I was in middle school and high school. Uh, so, but yeah, but that was a big piece I got from him mm-hmm. was he was very, very generous mm-hmm. or not very generous. I'm sorry, very hardworking. Yeah. Um, was he generous? Uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't like anything extreme. Yeah, but it was yeah, kind yeah. of the standard. You got to work for stuff you want, that kind of thing. It wasn't like anything bad. But yeah, so then he, I would say another thing he would do. So I'm going to break my rule. Oh. I would say another thing he did is he spent, he tried to do his best to spend quality time with me. He'd go ride bikes. He'd play video games with me. Like, I remember the, uh, a random video. We used to play this uh, fighting game on Super Nintendo called Killer Instinct. Mm. Super Nintendo, PlayStation, one of the two. Maybe even PlayStation. But anyways. He loved it. Huh. We would just play it. Like, nice. and we would, you know, we'd fight each other. Um, but he was very good. Even though he worked long hours, he would make a conscious effort to spend time with me. Go bike riding, go to the park, go out and do stuff. Right? That type of thing. He, was, he was really good about that. So working really hard and then, you know, doing a good effort to spend time with me. So I would say the thing I didn't want to take from him was his anger. Mm. He had, he had a very, he was never abusive, but it was very loud and extreme. Mm. And obviously frightening. He would have, you know, he would be very loud, extreme, angry, but then he would also lecture me for hours. It was just, I just remember, <laughs> and I do that now, which is kind of funny. I have to like catch myself. Uh, but that, so that would be the big thing, right? Obviously trying to communicate in clear ways, mm-hmm. you know, trying yeah. to be, stay in control, you know, when those types of situations, um, which is obviously a challenge with little kids, right? Everybody knows it, your anger gets best of you all the time. Yeah. Uh, so my stepdad, my stepdad also worked very hard. Um, always had a job. You know, he was never a bum. He was never anything like that. Always worked really hard. Um, also would spend time with me. We we got we had a lot of the same interests, so mm. we would do things together. We would play, uh, we'd play computer games, video games. So we would do that a lot of that together. You know, different other geeky stuff. Uh, but he was also very generous. Like when it, mm. he loved to give. And I didn't yeah. actually notice that until I was older. Oh. When I like could really see that. When you're younger, you don't know. Like mm-hmm. you just want stuff, right? You're a little kid. Yeah. But as I got older, like I noticed around the holidays when he gives gifts, um, he loves to give, he loves to give gifts and watch people have joy from those things. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was, and I noticed that until I was older, but I was like, I really like that of him just, like when he had when he had the opportunity, he liked to spoil his kids, yeah. right? Do yeah. big he do like big Christmas gifts, those types of things, um, and then he would just enjoy watching people play with his gifts, kind of thing. I would say the the thing I um, didn't want to take from him, where I learned, I would say, is your words are very important. The words that are spoken over 
your kids. Yeah. Because I think so flippantly, we can say random things, right? Especially like, for example, in context of our situation, we got young kids. It's so easy to say, oh, she's the bad kid mm, or yeah. whatever. Just the list goes on and on. I mean, you, you're even very careful about like the things that I say, you know, like, oh, I don't want to say it. like they're a savage or they're barbarian. Like, I don't like that. Quit saying that. So, but it's important. And because I think that it may not seem like a big deal now, mm-hmm. but especially as they get older, the words, you shape their reality. You shape who they become, right? They're, I wouldn't say that, I would say that people generally are a combination of nature and nurture. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but as a parent, you you control both. You mm-hmm. control the nurture and the nature to a certain extent. So, the words that you speak over your kids, um, all that kind of stuff are very important. There are things that I think that maybe he flippantly said, not intentionally or really understanding yeah, the power yeah. of his words that affected me totally. long into my adult life, still occasionally from time to time. So from Kenny, I wouldn't say, I mean, he didn't raise me, so it's kind of hard to say bad things necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have a lot of respect for Kenny because up and I actually lived with him and his wife, Deb, shout out with them for a couple of years in my mid-20s. Mid-20s? Something like that. And I observed their family life beforehand, but I actually got to view it firsthand, mm-hmm. right, in that situation. So, um, but that's kind of something I, one of the things I actually learned from Kenny is he would come home and he would engage. Okay, very much like you do. Yeah. You come home and... Yeah, yeah, and I actually didn't realize that until now. He would engage. He engages mm-hmm. very quickly. And... He didn't really, I think that, I really do think that he was one of those scenarios that his family brought him a lot of joy. So there wasn't like a bad, him and his wife had great marriage. You know, it's a standard like everybody else, they worked with their own stuff. But they worked really, really hard at their marriage. Um, loved his kids, big family. You know, mm-hmm. they, uh, I think they have five, I forget, five biological kids, one like pseudo-adopted daughter, bunch of foster kids in and out of their life you know, family have lived with mm-hmm. them. So they just always had a large family. They always had a lot of people living with them. And so and the other big thing I would say, so he, and he just loved well. Mm. The big thing with, that I would say with Kenny is that I really observed is you just have to embrace the chaos. Obviously having very large families, there's constant chaos, constant stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And I am much more of an order person, right? I like things <laughs> in a certain place. I like things done in a certain way. I make all these plans subconsciously in my head, right? And then your wife doesn't do them and you get upset, right? It's just all the, what all the did, silly What things. did I not do? <laughs> Today with the garage. The garage? Anyways, we're not getting into this. <laughs> yeah, so it's just embracing the chaos of life and understanding sometimes you just have to roll with the punches. Yeah. Stuff's going to happen. There's And it's not just me controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's another sentient adult you know, the sentient, sentient adults, a smart, intelligent person that you're doing life with. That whatever, just I have no idea what that, <laughs> what okay. what you're saying. <laughs> Embrace the chaos, be present, and and understand that your time with your kids is very, very valuable. Um, mm-hmm. he's he's got kids. I think his oldest is mid twenties now, something like that. Um, his second oldest has kids, two kids. She's in her early 20s or so. Anyways, but it's, your time is short. Yeah. You don't realize it. Mm. And you blink and next thing you know, they're teenagers and next thing you know, they're out of the house. Long, 
answer to your questions. No, it's good because I wanted you to, to hit on, I want you to hit on one more person. What What's something that you've learned from my dad about being a dad? Jeez. From Bumpa? Uh-huh. That's what our kids, that's what our, her, uh... My dad's name is Gary. <laughs> but or the grandkids AKA, call him Bumpa. A.K.A. Bumpa. He actually is a reflection of a lot of the positive things I've seen in people. Mm. Like royal mom, male role models in my life. Very hardworking. Loves his family dearly. Embraces the chaos of, I mean, now they had four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, all but one of those kids have a bunch of kids, right? So it's, there's just a lot, you know, going on. Um, he's very close with his family, obviously. Uh, but embracing the chaos. But just the thing, the thing your dad carries is he just loves life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would say that's very much about your mom and your dad. They're just that way. Um, they're just happy people generally. But your dad just has just something about him. There's always a smile on his face. Lights up when he sees some, you know, his, you know, wife, kids, grandkids, right? Plays hard with his grandkids, which is, you know, uh, always a reminder, um, just even with my own kids. But yeah, just life is good. Just get that with your dad. Life yeah. is good. Yeah. Sit down, have a drink, have some food. Life is good. Like there's just, I don't know. So. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> I like it, babe. Yeah, uh-huh. I better. I'll, t- I'll, tell, I'll tell my dad to listen to this one. Um, okay. So then just to wrap it up. Um, wrap it up, girl. We're not even halfway through. No? No. Oh, okay. We still got like 20 minutes. Hope we got more questions. <laughs> I mean, I do. But, um, okay, to, to, we're going to turn this into a couple topics. Oh, so um, to wrap up the dad oh, section. okay, that's better. Um, what would you tell, like, a younger version, you, mm. a younger John? Mm. Do I have being, kids yet? Or am I about to have kids? Or where no, am I in life? single. Oh, single. You're working as a manager at KFC. Lord. You. Um, that's not just dad questions. That's like life advice. Yeah, like sure. life advice. Yeah. Give them, give this single manager. Play footsies with me. <laughs> <laughs> you like it, so. The people on the on the video will not. They'll Sorry, guys. It. Yeah, I would say. Okay, what am I telling younger me? What, something about being a dad, you know, advice, advice for. Well, younger me would be like, I'm not having kids. Okay, well. To the man who wants to have kids. I would kids. say life advice. Like, okay, life advice, but about being a dad. Dad, marriage. Marriage, yeah. Let's I just... think, no, I think being a father is really important because you are such a... I would tell, I would tell my younger self one thing. You're about to get emotional. I am. Yeah. Cut you off. You're <laughs> <laughs> me off because I'm getting emotional. We don't get emotional on motivation. Just kidding. Embrace it. Embrace what? Embrace being a dad. Mm. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, I for me, it was not that I didn't want kids, but it just wasn't a priority for me, right? I'd find kids, I helped, you know, babysit kids, all that kind of stuff. I was around kids um, my whole life, on and off. And I was just afraid for whatever reason, past stuff, pain, whatever, whatever of having kids, because you remember mm. when we first got married, we got married when we were 30? 30, 30, I, I had learned, I had, I think I was 31. We just, time. I think we, we just, just turned, turned 31. 31. John said he didn't want to have kids for five years. Yeah, I didn't say I want to have five kids for five years, and we had a kid 
roughly and then a year in the later. first year. Yeah. Or before, right before. And I would tell, yeah, I would tell my younger self to embrace it. Mm. Not be afraid. When it's time, it's time. And it's going to happen. And there ain't squat you can do about it. Because we didn't plan for kids. Well, I mean, we, I mean, we, 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 we wanted, wanted kids, them. But like, but... I would tell my younger self to embrace it. Embrace what it is to be a dad. Don't be afraid of it. Uh, and just do it. Yeah, that's good. Just rise to the occasion. Because mm. it's one of those things that you don't think that you can do it, right? You don't think that you will rise to the occasion. You don't think that you will maybe be any good, mm. whatever. Uh, you know, you have all this fear. And once it starts, you can't stop it. Mm. Like, it's it's weird to think about when, you know, you were pregnant, gave birth. Like, and it seems like it was a, a lifetime ago yeah. when they were so little when they first came out, right? Especially, obviously, Siobhan the first time. It seems like a lifetime ago. It was only before four and a half years ago. Yeah. And now, seeing we have this little person who eats, breathes, two, eats. Two people? Two, well, obviously two of them. But like, I mean, just her specifically. Oh. Going on five, tall, skinny little girl, blonde. It, the whole thing is just very weird to think about, right? She wasn't there, mm-hmm. then she was. Yeah. <laughs> like all of yeah. us. But it's just embrace it. Embrace it. Just enjoy that journey for what it is mm. and engage. Engage to the fullest. Because uh, as so many people have said, as you've heard, you blink and it's gone. Especially yeah. when they're little, little. Just that time. It's hard. What's, that, what's that Jordan Peterson? Um, what does he say? Something about... Yeah, he's like, you have a very small window. Yeah, the small window. Yeah, small yeah. window. But it's just, it really is. It just goes by so fast. So I would just tell my, I would just tell my younger self to just embrace it and engage. And the, the hardest thing about having kids is being selfish, I would say. So that's <laughs> because you still want to do true. what you want to do, right? You do. Yes. And then you're not getting any sleep and you're cranky and all you want to do is sleep and they don't want you to. And I'll, I think you got to, I think you should dig more into that. Like, because I think it's a great question mm-hmm. because. Thinking back when I was, let's say, 18, mm-hmm. being a dad and being a father was not even on my radar. Yeah. Right? Not even remotely. Well, when you went to college, was it? No. N- not even in college. Being there- a dad and a father? No. Getting being married. Getting no. married? You didn't. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't girl- until when that you were like, this is. Later maybe- in my 20s. Okay. When you were living in South North Carolina, wherever that was? No. Probably before that. Probably not. Like, when I was living with Kenny and Deb. Okay. Because I was like 20, I was just turned 28, something like that. Like I was a little older. You were 28? Yeah. When you lived with Kenny and Deb, you were 28? You yeah. I think I made, when I left, yeah. Hmm. About 28. Wow. So, but that's the thing is like, I was a 28 year old man, basically. I was a man. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you were working at KFC? I was like 18. Oh, really? Yeah, I was young, oh. young buck. So like when looking back on it is the the thing that I would tell myself, like maybe, okay, so like you have kind of the the father, like the kid thing, right? All that kind of stuff. So I was just having a conversation with myself, right? So that's yeah. one part of it. So, but in general, in life, I would tell my younger self to get after it. To understand that your time is limited. I wasted a lot of time. 
Uh, we talk about that a lot, actually. Yeah. You and I do. We waste a lot of time. And not to say I didn't enjoy some of the things I did. Clearly, I did. Yeah. Right? Playing video games, messing around with my friends, yada, yada. School. School. Like, I'm not saying I didn't do anything, right? Like, yeah. got saved. You know, those little things. But to understand that there, I think there is so much more I could have discovered about myself sooner mm. had I, like, gauged it. And maybe it took, you know, maybe it just, it was a matter of time. Those things had to develop right before I could truly engage them. But I think they were always there. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, looking back, if I was talking to myself, I would just say, your time is short. Not saying you don't enjoy your life. Not saying you don't play video games, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But pursue other things. Yeah, It's your life. You got one of them. You think too small, think bigger. So... And again, but it's that's always twenty twenty because if I had done things differently, I wouldn't have been here. And for me personally, being here, I no, I wouldn't change that for the world, right? There's no reason to, ever. Um, considering I didn't have been a bad marriage, you know, all those types of things. So it's that's that's kind of hard, but I would say personally, I would say is just yeah, just get after it. Quit being lazy. Have vision, like dream. I would say that would say dream and turn your dreams into a vision for your life and stop being lazy. Stop being lazy. Stop being lazy. Stop being lazy. That's good. That's good advice. It's just we're we're too and it's not that I think that we get too caught up in enjoying life when mm-hmm. we're little mm-hmm. instead of, you know, kind of pursuing dreams. Like, okay, if I want to travel the world, mm-hmm. I got to figure out how to do that, right? Let's, 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 it's a generic dream for a lot of young people. I want to travel the world, right? Okay, well, how are you going to do that? You're going to join a, an organization. You're going to do a mission. Land the plane, she says. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? You know, um, so I think that it's, you know, people always make fun of setting goals and all that kind of stuff, but it's very important. So, and I'm obviously discovering that later in life, but I would say when you're younger, because I didn't dream enough. Mm. I thought very small. Yeah. And I wish I would have dreamed bigger. Yeah. I mean, did Kenny ever say anything about like just, I mean, not necessarily maybe not dreaming, but like setting goals or vision or anything like that? He started to. Kenny cleaned up a lot of mess in me mm. and a lot of other young college age kids. You know, um, so many of us at the time when I met Kenny were just getting saved for mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah. We're just coming to Jesus. So there was so much newness to everything, right? We were doing community. We were reading the Bible. We were reading random books. We were doing this, that, and the other. We were doing, you know, ministry to small church. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but I think he had his own, I think he had his own struggle with that just from his upbringing. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to pass on something you haven't been taught or shown, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and not to say, not to say he didn't have vision and stuff for his life, but I think he's on his own journey with that. I think yeah. it's grown a lot, you know, what his own, realizes his own capabilities are, so. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, good advice. Okay, so my next um, section, episode. <laughs> Episode. We're still in episode 48. Where are you going? Well, um, episode 48. What else you got? Okay. So I actually want to talk about today. 
and how we can. <laughs> what about today? Just dumb comments and how we can trigger each other mm. in ways that are <laughs> ridiculous and how as a healthy m- trying, right? We're not like sure. perfect, but we definitely Absolutely not. <laughs> work on having a healthy marriage. And the, I think, I, right, I just want to talk about marriage. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about our day as an example of like, but how is kind that, of how it's how humorous. Does, how does, but how does that benefit people? Because it's just, sometimes that okay. I feel like when I'm like, man, marriage just sucks right now, you know, because of certain, certain, <laughs> certain you had things. You that thought today too, huh? No, actually I didn't. You did? Well, yeah, I'm just like, I don't want to do this right now. Uh, like, uh, not like be married, but just like, anyways. Okay, I did not think that. I was saying at some... <laughs> Bullcrap. <laughs> anyways, people need to just be able to laugh at the stupidity that that happens Okay, in well, what do we fight about today? Okay, today... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, in particular order. Uh, the garage, because I wanted it done in my head in a certain way, and I was napping. You're like, oh, I'm going to clean out the garage because I want to make sure the car can fit the garage, right? So, it's so awful, right? So, we thought about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were, oh my God. Go ahead. So, we Share were... Share <laughs> away, my love. Share away. This was a dumb comment, but we were... We were leaving Home Depot. We're kind of going reverse here. We were leaving Home Depot uh-huh. and uh, a friend of ours, we were doing a barbecue and he wanted me to bring over our canopy thing. We have an older canopy and it's gotten a bunch of holes over over the time. So we're like, well, we're going to go buy another one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're pulling up to Sam's Club and I was like, oh, who who's going to go <laughs> in and get it? And you're like, you are. And I said something to the effect of, is that because you don't ever want to lift anything heavy? Yeah. Right? Basically. Yep. Okay. Yep. And in, that is what I said. So as a man, right, talking a little shit, all these things, as a woman who is going through her own journey, it was <laughs> <laughs> just hard left at that point, And I was screwed. Uh, so we thought about that. Uh-huh. And then there was one other thing. Um. Because breakfast was great. Bre- this, yeah. yeah. This so morning we, was good. John's birthday is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So. My birthday is tomorrow. So we went up to breakfast this morning. That was all good. Mm-hmm. No issues there. It was like super smooth. Get there. Great breakfast. And we were like on at this time. Because this place is really small table. So I instantly took everything off. <laughs> and I was moving it. And it was like perfect. Because like the girls couldn't just get to stuff and start creating chaos. Which was, yeah. which was, which was good. That's some advice for yeah. all you. Yeah. If, as soon as you sit down, start taking crap off the table. Especially when they're little, because it's just, and they just start grabbing crap. I would say that it just was, the girl started being a little crazy. And fussy. Our two-year-old was actually a little fussier than normal. I think she needed a nap. Okay, so all that to say, we got in a couple arguments. So I will say this. I was like, I do not want this day to be a, like, frustrating, nitpicky, day this is gonna be a, a good day and so then i just i went up to him and uh and i was just like can we just restart like can we just start over all that that's what i'm trying to get at is and as women i want to speak to you wives right now is like let it go john's comment was not 
you know, do you not want to lift anything heavy? I, I actually really do think I'm a strong woman. And I told can, her, I was like, I was like, you know, you could have said, I was like, I lift, I lift heavy crap all the time. I carry your ass through life. Like, <laughs> and I, I saw it as like, because I made the stupid comment because I'm always going in and getting the heavy stuff, right? I'm always loading the car. I'm always doing certain things. Obviously, she lifts heavy shit throughout the day. Like, duh. All that to say, women, as I'm releasing this offense to John, I... Let it go. Yes, let it go. And just just recognize that John's not out there to attack me. He's not out there trying to make me feel inadequate. He's just... Sometimes we make dumb comments to each other. I've said plenty of dumb things, dumb things to him, you know, and don't let it ruin your day, I think is like a huge thing. Because then yeah. the rest of the day was great. That's what it was. You wanted to go see somebody. I did oh, not. Oh, oh, yeah. Was after, yeah. It was after Home Depot before. Uh-huh. Oh, he remembered. Yeah. So this is actually a really good. We don't need to get into it. Does, it does not matter. Like that's taking us a whole nother direction. Okay. Uh, and it's just, it's just one of those things that, we get so wrapped up in the moment mm-hmm. about whatever it is, something dumb, yeah. like, uh, you know, stupid comment made, a not being on the same page about cleaning out the garage, just whatever it is. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's so pointless. And we waste time. And it's just one of those things that, you know, this is, I guess, just general marriage advice. Like, what is truly, truly important, mm-hmm. you know? And again, we've talked about it before on the show, but how you see each other, the words that you speak over each other, all of that, if we had not been speaking positive things over each other, mm-hmm. just in general, if we don't see each other as allies instead of enemies, yeah. uh, those comments could have just continued to go down and down and down. Like, and they mm-hmm. were just, it was something so dumb. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't trying to hurt her feelings, and clearly I did. She was simply just trying to put the garage or put the car back in the garage. And I got pissed off because she's moving crap. Like, it's just dumb stuff. Yeah. It's just dumb stuff. Yeah. And And it's not that I, I, yeah. That's it. It's It's just just dumb dumb. stuff. Yeah, it's dumb stuff. It's stuff stuff, that, like, doesn't matter. And we get so wrapped up into those things. Mm -hmm. And I would say the best, one of the best pieces of marriage advice that someone told us when we were doing our premarital counseling is he said, he's like, you have to stop the spiral. Mm-hmm. And we were spiraling today. And you stopped the spiral. Come on, Lindsay. And, um, <laughs> and that's what it is. Is you have to, It takes someone to step out of that moment and be like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid that we're fighting over these things. Mm-hmm. How do we stop the spiral? And you apologized and blah, blah, blah. And of course I apologized and, and, and so forth. So, but it's that's it's the thing of in those moments, I would say whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your kids, whether it's with your life, yeah, you know, we get so wrapped up in whatever's happening in the moment, and we just spiral sometimes, mm. and sometimes that can drive us into depression, cause more issues, yeah, cause more yeah, pain. Yeah, Same thing yeah. with our kids, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We get so wrapped up in the anger and the frustration sometimes, yeah. we don't stop the spiral, mm-hmm. right? It's just like hitting a hard reset watch TV for a minute or whatever it is with the kids or apologizing to your significant other. Um, so I would say that if you're dating, if you're whatever, stop the spiral. And he, his thing was... Who said this? Who is this? Chad Jacobson. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah, he was referencing, they had like an item. I don't know. Do you remember the item? 
uh, wasn't it like the Eiffel Tower? Wasn't it? Was it? Something, or no, something they really like their honeymoon actually, or it's something with some item, some yeah. chatsky that was important to them. And he's like, well, we would take that and we would stop the argument that we were doing or whatever it was. So uh, anyways, but that's it. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say in those moments, stop the spiral, get off the, get off the ride because you're going down. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, but in those moments, it's so easy to cause more damage. Mm, yep. Yep. Because with the, the dumb comment I made to you, right? And it, you always have to remember, when you're fighting about peanut butter and jelly, often it's <laughs> not about the peanut butter and jelly. We'll tell that story one day. We fought on our honeymoon about peanut butter and jelly. There's, someone told a very good story about that, but it's like it's so often when we fight about, we start fighting about something so stupid. It's not about that stupid thing. Yeah, it's not. And when I made that stupid comment to her, it wasn't about that stupid comment. It was about a bunch of other stuff. And when I got pissed off her for cleaning the garage, it wasn't about the garage. It was about all the other stuff that is not done in the house that like weighs on my soul. Nothing about the garage. I mean about the garage, but not really. So it's like, it's understanding, stop the spiral and understand it often your stupid comment, whatever is not about that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. There's the last piece of marriage advice. You get, give me like a good closing man question. A good closing man question. Okay. Let me, let me ask you a question. Uh-oh. Blind question. We tried to get you to answer this with the women on the women's episode. Oh, oh gosh. So, and I didn't feel like it was posed and or answered the way that you I wanted. wanted it. You wanted. The way I wanted. <laughs> it is my show. So, well, with the guys, of course. <laughs> it is our show. Uh, okay, so let me ask you this. If you were giving advice, not to a younger you, uh-huh. But to a younger man. A younger man. To a young man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say, you know, say he was sitting in front of you, whatever. He says, Lindsay, give me advice. What would you tell? Try to pick a one younger thing. younger man. Okay. An 18-year-old man mm-hmm. about him. Like something maybe he should do, change, start, whatever. In your mind, what do you, what would you want to see more men do or mm-hmm. whatever? What would I want to see? You know, either that could make them more valuable in life, could make them more pursuable as, you know, husbands, make women want to marry them, whatever. Yeah. He's like, let's say, I just graduated high school. I don't know what to do with my life. Give me life advice. Follow Jesus. (laughs) Obviously. Everybody, follow Jesus. Okay, fine. That answer's out of the way. What else? Um... Man, this is a great question. Find good community. That's what I would say. Okay. Find good community. Because the people, as we all know, the people that you surround yourself with also shapes you and and influences you for good or bad. And I think if you can find good, healthy community, it will vastly shape your life for the better. Yeah. Pay attention to who you hang with. Yeah. Just because they're they're great fun, and you get high with them, you do whatever, you get wasted with them, you get drunk, whatever, you pick up the ladies with them, doesn't mean you want to be like that in ten years. Yeah, right. That's great. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's yeah. good. It's very true. I just feel like, yeah, community. You often, when you look back in your life and see, um, you know, st- certain seasons of your life, either why you stayed someplace for a period of time, mm. why. You know, what What did your life look like during that time versus what it looks like, you know, 
now or wherever. I just really believe that community, good, healthy community that you can all, you also have some like that iron, that sharpening of each other, um, that you, you're in a safe place to like have those, you know, disagreements, hard conversations, um, doing life with each other, um, set you up for like success just in life in general. So if you have a, a, a community of people where you can have hard conversations, you can go and just have a good time, um, you know, and you have people that want the best for you, then like life isn't perfect, but we have such a, as humans, we just influence each other to such an extent, good and bad, right? Like you said, Mm. you know, people speaking things over us. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think that's good advice. Find good, healthy community. Flash friends. Flash That's friends. What she said. Friends. Yes, yes, friends. So, if you were hanging, if your life is not in a good spot mm-hmm. or not where you want it to be, take a quick look around and look who you're hanging out with. Yep. Obviously, that's not their fault or anything. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's like yeah. you make your own choices. Yes, but like, completely. Look out. Look at it. Yeah. All right. That's it. <laughs> that's the podcast. That's it for tonight. <laughs> all right. Episode 48, people. Just a little fun one with the wife. Random side note, if you want to hear some just amazingness, we did a podcast a couple years ago called Confessions of Us. Mm -hmm. It is a slice of life podcast. All about us. Yep. Through COVID. Oh, yeah. Through 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 the very beginning of COVID. Yeah. So if you care, if you're bored, if you want a good laugh, go check it out. Get some inspiration. Get some inspiration. But you know what to do? Like, share, share. Subscribe. <laughs> do all the things with the podcast. You know what to do, people. Leave us a good old review. Share with some peeps that need to hear it. Uh, anyways, we out. We out.